0: Uh, Manny's going to be talking about how propaganda is subverting your reality. It's time oh. for the truth, according to Smooth Manny. Uh, Smooth Manny, what is it you're going to be talking about?
1: So, everybody knows that you're slightly being brainwashed. Yeah, like,
2: everybody knows? Come on. Dude. That's
0: one of 100%. the first things that I I I've
1: know, agreed with, set set with as the
0: premise. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. Oh, no, no, no. I don't. I disagree. Shut up. Lisa, well, you're
1: wrong, dumb. So Gerald is wrong, and everybody is being brainwashed, <laughs> and they know it. Right. But because the people like Gerald, they think that brainwashing is like CIA MKUltra, Ultra, and it's yeah. like this. Well, that's this because process. you've said that. Well, that that's that is part views. of it. Yeah. True. But that's not all of it. The main oh, okay. thing is the subtle oh, it tends to be the, the subtle propaganda <laughs> that is slowly taking over your reality. Mm. In order to understand how this propaganda works, we need to understand what what is propaganda like. Oh, right, right. So, yeah, uh, we need to, our our main character is the guy who literally created not propaganda but who weaponized propaganda outside of a war element. Okay, and that is Edward Bernay. Bernays. So this uh, like guy, a little Edward, Edward on my steak. Yeah. yeah, and I love this quote: "Propaganda is the executive <laughs> arm of the invisible government." How could a person 30s. create this uh, this new propaganda but weaponize it not in a time of war? He's a uh, Sigmund Freud's nephew. Oh, and okay. he. Weaponized Freud's studies and he's like, oh, we could totally use people's desires, subconscious desires, and just uh, teach them how to want things that they don't need and use that. To manipulate.
0: Them. Well, see, that would make me think that they were less effective because he's like, yeah. "Let's use people's desires." Like, oh, what are you thinking? Like, uh, lust? You thinking greed? Everyone wants to have sex with their mothers. It's so mm. weird. Every day's uh, mothers. So what okay. we're gonna do is tempt people with their own mothers. Yeah. It sounds ridiculous, but that what, is
1: actually what, what he did. So one of his first clients was uh, cigarette companies. Yeah. And they wanted women to be able to smoke so they could have 50% like of a consumer Morris. base. Mm. And they were like, okay. so But at the time, women couldn't smoke. It wasn't socially acceptable for women to smoke. So
0: I do know that because I yeah. do know that uh, they, would, they would say, not stinky like cigars, because at one point cigars were more popular. And they were saying cigarettes are less... T- but now, actually, if you ask most people, they'll prefer the smell of cigars than a cigarette. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's much... It's heavier. So lighter. So I do know those commercials. But do you know how he did it or why he did it? sleeping with his mother hmm.
1: almost women want their own penises and ah, cigarettes ah. are the women's uh like sign of having a penis it's that's their, how he thought about it but i have a clip there gary calls uh cigarettes and uh oh. it sounds ridiculous but he uh, he literally changed the social norm of women being able to smoke in public and he believed it's because they wanted penises that's what he did okay i mean it
3: worked it worked that cigarettes were a symbol of the penis. Every year, New York held an Easter day parade. He persuaded a group of rich debutantes to hide cigarettes. They were to light up the cigarettes dramatically. That's Kimmy Schmidt. Bernays then informed the press that he had heard that a group of suffragettes were preparing to protest by lighting up what they called torches of freedom.
4: He knew this would be an outcry and he knew that all of the photographers would be there to capture this moment. The next day, this was not just in all of the New York, papers it was across the united states and around the world and from that point forward uh, the sale of cigarettes to women began to rise he had made them socially
0: acceptable
4: with a single symbolic act
0: okay Hmm. for possibly the first time since you've been sitting in that chair you have my attention (laughs) so what's crazy is that it wasn't just a
1: ridiculous thought it was that he he teamed up with the press he didn't tell them but he set up an event, he set up a protest, filmed the protest. It was basically he invented the flash mob, but he did it mm. to create a social right. moment. And then he coined the term for it and he branded it. That's, that, that is branding. Freedom he, torch. He invented advertising. Mm. That's what he put, did. Okay. But <laughs> do, do you guys think America is a consumerist culture?
5: Very much. Sure, oh, yes. yes.
1: Uh, why?
5: Uh, everybody's kind of looks at
2: your branding. I mean, every the brands are important. People yeah. wear giant brands. Just they scare yeah. us into buying stuff, Manny.
1: Yeah, bro, Bernays mother <laughs> invented that. Right. Oh, yeah.
0: it whoa, whoa! He
1: literally created consumerism. Yeah, uh, the all American breakfast being, what's the all American breakfast?
0: Sausage, I mean, eggs, hash
1: browns. Edward Bernays. The main purpose of it was he wanted people to be so busy with what they were consuming and feeling good. That they would be distracted, mm-hmm. because that way society could be really managed by the the people in power. Okay. Mm. Um Bouty. And well, sure, exactly the the people that don't have um, accountability. Yes. So here is Democrats. I you know, I hijacked your show, and this is a clip called Consumerism. In
3: 1939, Edward Bernays created a vision of a future world in which the consumer was king. It was at the World's Fair in New York. Top flight documentary. And Bernays called it Democracy and company after company presented itself as the sort of centerpiece of a society in which human desire and human want and human anxiety would all be responded to and would be all be met purely through the free enterprise system but in reality the world's fair had been an elaborate piece of propaganda designed by hey, bernard uh, goldberg's clients. eyes private right. Bernays did not believe that true democracy could ever work Bernays believed that this meant it was too dangerous to let the masses ever have control over their own lives. Those platelets? And consumerism was a way of giving people the illusion of control (laughs) while allowing a responsible elite to continue managing society.
1: So if you have all your desires met and that's what you want, hey, get this red car, you're going to be super cool, bro. Hey, get yeah. this new dress. Get the new iPhone. Right. Obama phone. Get your Obama phone. <laughs> the Romney- government. Hey. <laughs> no, play it. Play it. <laughs> Romney, he sucks. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right, whatever. You get to buy new shirts. That's not that bad. All right. What about when it actually comes to foreign relationships, it, like mm. taking over a country? For sure. good reasons, but you're still... uh you know, taking over a country for a good cause. So th- this is this is my favorite clip because I actually agree with him here. But at the end of the day, he is still manipulating the masses and their perception of reality. This is Guatemala.
3: Mm. For decades, United Fruit had controlled the country through pliable dictators. It was known as a banana republic. Banana. But in 1950, a young officer, Colonel Albans, was elected president. He promised to remove United Fruit's control over the country. So he was he hired by, by a banana grenades. company to take over he Guatemala. He was trying
4: to transform this and brilliantly what? did transform it into an issue of a communist threat. I, I thought Lola, I smelled Lola, big the Jacob chiquita. Jacob regime
3: became increasingly communistic after its inauguration big in 1991. Working with the United Fruit <laughs> Company, the CIA trained and armed a rebel army. As planes flown by CIA pilots dropped bombs on Guatemala City, Edward Bernays, he was preparing the American population to see this as the liberation of Guatemala by freedom fighters for democracy. The
4: coup would happen when conditions in the public and the press allowed for a coup to happen, and he created those conditions. could that guy he iron his polo going to be uh, reshaping <laughs> public opinion in a way that's undemocratic and manipulative.
1: Well, what I love about it is that, hey, <laughs> I agree with him. You had to take over Guatemala, but it was hilarious that it was because a banana company paid him to do so. Yeah. That's wow. A- That's amazing. Okay, but look, it's Guatemala. So I don't really care. I I love how you just set me up perfectly. (laughs) I I swear I didn't mean to. Right? And what do you care about Guatemala? Oh, I don't. They don't even have coke like Colombia. What do they have?
0: No, No. not bananas. Evidently, gonorrhea. Sure. And that the CIA gave them. Yes.
1: Ah. So whoopsie. That's our bad. How is propaganda? (laughs) (laughs) Fc. How does this affect you? I have an overlay. It's called propaganda. Do you guys know? Only six years ago, the Supreme Court. Uh, legalized gay marriage, right? Yes. Yeah, there you go. Oh, all right, right. so th- this is what happens when you go into Netflix.
4: Yeah, it's not really subliminal anymore. It's
3: not <laughs> subliminal at all. It's
1: that only exists because Bernays created the system to do that. Mm. And when you see it, you will normalize it and it will create your reality. And then fun fact, you know the CEO of Netflix? Yeah. It's Mark uh, Randolph?
5: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: That's not, his, that's not his full name. It's Mark Bernays. Randolph.
4: What? Oh,
0: wait. Is it really? What? what? Yes, it is. What? Uh, I'm going to have to ask. Talk to me good. Is there any relation? Of course. What?
1: No. <laughs> yes. He's a, he was a co-founder of Netflix. Yes. Yeah, from what? the Bernays family. Whoa. So,
0: it, it's not that shocking. Thank you for educating us and uh, uh, helping us with the propaganda of our youth. This has been The Truth According to Smooth Manny. Let me take, uh, let's take, if there's one really good chat to end on, because I know we've gone late, and, uh, you know, uh, uh, Dave
5: has a prostate the size of a grapefruit. I do. (laughs) The doctor says it's eventually going to take my soul. (laughs) Oh, no. All right, Sarah (laughs) B. He's got to. Sarah B. wants to know, how do we show this hypocrisy to people who try to stay out of politics slash the world events so they understand why they need to be aware? Wait, how do we show this hypocrisy to people who stay out of... Um,
0: You know what? That's actually a good question. I will say this. You start with an entry point that is something that matters to them. Because politics affects everything. And it really bothers me. We've talked about this. Like a lot of Christians go, oh, Jesus wasn't political. Uh, Incorrect. So um, politics affects everything. And politics... on. and, and I know a lot of these people, politicians are very different, right? Politicians often are not the best among us, but politics, certainly in the United States, is a reflection of your values. It's a manifestation of your values. And so when someone thinks, I'm not interested in politics, okay, does your kid go to school? No. Is your kid homeschooled? Either, does your, is your kid a part of the education, yeah. the educational system, either at home, private? Okay, guess what? You're now involved in politics. Hey! Hey! Do you pay taxes? And oh, you're now involved in politics. Yeah. Hey, do you own a house? You're now involved in politics. Hey, do you think that uh, you know it's wrong for you to be rounded up and arrested, or your neighbors rounded up and arrested for simply owning a fire? Oh, you care about politics. Do you believe that you shouldn't live in fear of being arrested? Be- oh, you care about politics. What you need to do is find out the entry point. And this happens a lot. Um, you don't need to give them the Republican or Democrat spiel. You no. find something that touches somebody's life. And what a lot of people fail to understand is that your values define who you are, your principles define who you are, and those things define uh, how you vote. And we've talked about this in the past. Look. Today, you're not really sacrificing, you know, rams or sheep, right? Yeah. This, but this was a way back then to physically manifest your faith, to effectively give something physically, something tangible, something that could be quantified. Um, give it away with no actual promise or expectation of something in return. You're doing it in, you're doing it in faith. There are really only two ways to do that today. Um, tithing to your church. And then something that is permanent, that you stamp as a manifestation of what you believe, a dog in the fight, with no promise of somebody, is vote. That's what you can do. You can tie it to your church at where you spend your dollars, and you can vote. Those, and actions are what define you, not what you say. And politics is a manifestation of action. And I know, the irony is not lost on me, that you take action and get active and vote, and then you have politicians who do nothing Uh, more than speak however it is a significant action on your part and it affects every aspect of your life so you don't need to give them a political speech you don't need to you don't need to stump find something that touches their lives that you know matters to them and somehow help them understand how that's affected by the world around them and who they vote for where they spend their dollars because your actions define you not this and pointing to a mouth. You
5: Take your chats. Mm. Okay, Julia. Hey, that's a that's a great voice you got there. Julia has a question. <laughs> Are character people impressions something you have to practice a lot before you're comfortable doing them? Is it difficult to get the voices right? Do you have a favorite impression?
0: Uh, I don't really know that I get them right. Uh, you get pretty close on a yeah, you Your Jack Black is yeah. spot on. Jack Black's very good. You Dane is very good. I will Christopher s- Walken. Will say, we'll say... <laughs> well, with, with Dane Cook, the impression is you just have to take the words, put them in the back of your <laughs> mouth. Ooh, 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 put the words in your mouth. That's it? Exactly. So and I, I don't mean to like, sometimes I just do them because my my uh, dad, just put down the mask, please. Not, I, can't look, I can't look at him, I'm sorry, I can't look at him. He keeps in staying in character, put on the this? mask. Yeah. Do you want the mask on? Like no? It's different, like when you're there and you're dressing up, it's, I Is feel like- Is right. this easier for to look at? When I'm just looking and you're like dejected, I feel like you pinched <laughs> for me because Dave Landau had to go to a funeral. Yeah. When you put the mask on, it seems like you're enjoying it. <laughs> I wasn't Sorry. wearing the mask. I I, stone. I, I found look over something new about character. myself. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Put your legs down. Oh my God. Geez, what's the matter with you? Um, I don't want to show my that. my tuck.
0: Yeah. No, but my my dad. Well, I always used to do voices as a kid, and yeah. a lot of times it's just sort of more of a character than a direct impression. Yeah. Um, but I will say this when I would actually have to work on impressions, like ones that I hadn't done if we were doing some like like a sketch parody or something, like, like yeah. a Matthew McConaughey or a Daniel Day Lewis um, was one that I had to do that were, or Rob, Robin Williams was one that I'd never done until we did the Goodwill Hunting yeah. um, parody. And that was, you know, you know something, Will? I don't think you're silly. You're just some grown up kid. You know, that was this whole thing. Hey, Will, let's talk about it. Hey, oh, oh, hey, Will. <laughs> and it was just one of those things where I had to. Listen, almost like, I know this is going to sound silly, remember Mission Impossible? Yeah. When they were uh, putting on like all the, the prosthetics voice stuff, the yeah. voice stuff, and it says, say this phrase. So this is what I would do yeah. when it was an impression I would have to work on. I would try and pick one of the most iconic scenes of an actor, and uh, I would just repeat the actual lines from that scene because I knew that I could get it down as an impression. Yeah. And then I would try and say uh, some phrases that I knew included kind of all vowels and all of the sort of the the, 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 the plosives that you needed, you know, because these are the things where you'll often sort of determine someone's twang. Um, and then what I would do is I would just not look in the mirror and try and make myself make it their face yeah you know yeah. so whether it's like charles bronson or whether it's like i've done josh Hartnett, i just think of the face think of the face and then start doing and then eventually kind of look in the mirror yeah and get close enough and there are some that are going to be out of your register that's just true there are yeah, just yeah. some that you that, won't be able to do
5: does making the face help the voice or does it just kind of help you get mm. into the character
0: it kind of helps well because when you're doing it you want to be you want to include all of it as best you can. So it's not necessarily to help, and it doesn't necessarily hurt. Sometimes it's kind of tough. Like the Charles Bronson thing, sometimes yeah, it's it harder to do the voice because of the way you have to stretch your neck, you know, with the like.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was difficult for you that day because it was and like. You, you puke
0: satchel. Hey, you t- crazy puke. <laughs> but Sling At Blade, Sling you blade like, helps oh, you with the neck. voice. <laughs> doesn't it? S- sling blade helps you with the voice. When you do that, when you kind of do the, I don't know. It's been a long time, but the thing with the, the, thing, mm-hmm. with the, the thing with the, the thing with the sling blade is, uh, you got to get them autistic eyes, which is not meant to be an insult, but what it is is there's no depth of focus. And uh, <laughs> see, I'm not actually, a lot of people just go, they just go out and they go like this and they go, huh? No, the key is look with the eyes. And this is something actually having worked with special needs people. Um, it is something that's very common. It's a lack of ability to focus. Yeah. And so a lot of people wonder what it is about the eyes that are different. And what it is is typically like, for example, you see me, if I look at if I look at my dad, you, you can see a shift in focus in the eyes. Right, yeah. And so with the sling blade thing, the hardest thing to get, and I notice people just go, look, I'm doing my chin, and going, "Mm mm-hmm. But what you have to do is kind of stop. and See, it doesn't matter where I look, Mm mm-hmm. You don't really see any change in the way my eyes go, whether I'm looking at you with the camera or just looking right here at the microphone it's all about the same distance for that. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to notice some things. Usually someone will have something unique, like their eyes, yeah. or sometimes they'll have a way they pronounce their S's, like Caitlyn yeah. Jenner. <laughs> but I repeat myself. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would say, is first just listen to them by osmosis, then just the fir- the easiest thing to do is just impersonate those exact lines yeah. and try and pick up on some subtleties. Then you can turn into characters, like Dana Carvey, none of his impressions sound like the person, but yeah. Well, they- it's close enough, but they're really funny. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Yeah. And I think you do a good job of like taking like tidbits and like throwing them in at the right time. Anytime you do Jack Black... He lights up. I literally every time you do it, I look really quickly. He just like smiles as big as possible. And every time you say the word "chat," I just imagine Christopher Walken saying it. Chat. You don't even always say it chat. like him, but I just I think it works. Why.
0: I can never work him in and stand up, and then I just, it's kind of the way I talk. If I'm talking with you in, in, in real life, I just if I'm talking about someone else or describing, I usually just end up doing an impression exactly, voluntarily.
2: Yeah. But it, it feels very natural. It's not like you're just trying to do something. You're just talking, and then you go into it like Trump. A lot of times, you start talking, and then you're like, "Excuse me,"
0: yeah, and you just like go into. <laughs> (laughs) There's a perfect example. If I were to do an accurate Trump, okay? An accurate Trump is not as funny. Kind of like the Bernie is not as funny. Oh, the Bernie one is accurate. Mm -hmm. So we do the Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. But if you really, look, if you're not going cartoonish with Donald Trump, it's not really as severe as people when they're giving a speech, folks. That sounds more like actual, right? That sounds more like actual Donald Trump, but then you turn it up a little bit nasally and make it a little more cartoonish because it's more fun to do. You like it? That's exactly. how you change. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a. You, it has to start from accurate, and then you kind of tweak it because it, you're trying yeah. to bring out certain personalities.
2: It's changes. hilarious, though. Your Bernie, I don't even care that it, you know, like it doesn't sound the Godfrey Bernie. No, but a, both uh, awesome. both impressions are good, though. The, They're very the good, Bernie yeah. and the Godfrey, yeah. they, but
4: they work together as one
2: character. They're very silly. <laughs> it's so funny
4: no you're very good we at it. got I'm biased, so much I think we
0: got so much hate when I hosted the show as well. <laughs> when Bernie Sanders hosted the show
2: what they didn't see is like before you, I don't know we didn't show that tape like before so you come in and you're like you tell us you're like alright I'm gonna be in character the entire time so like don't do anything to take me out of character always address me as Bernie Sanders and so you come in and you're kind of moping in and we're having technical difficulties <laughs> yeah that we're day. like
3: going through some stuff <laughs> and, and like, I remember, and and
2: then, and then you started actually criticizing us as Bernie Sanders
0: really not, yeah. mean. Yeah. not mean you were not mean you are like well yeah, just,
2: I thought you guys had your uh, game together, and uh, you know,
0: <laughs> I don't I mean, remember yeah. that at all. <laughs> yeah, let me know when you I guys will get say your this shit together <laughs> yes. I will say this though. Speaking of uh, you know, like debates uh, that happened this week, the Skylar Turden thing with the yeah. Devil's Advocate, uh, I kind of developed a little two things, a little bit of a reputation. But first off. People, I would tell them, you're not going to I be talking know. with me. It's Gosh. going to be Skylar Turton. and and then I would say, just so you know, and this is something too that I've always said, we have never you, you booked the show, you know, we have never lied to anybody as far as no, no. our point of view. I always say, let them know no, that I disagree it's with totally them, totally transparent, because I yeah. don't want to sandbag them because I, I see what, it's just when people do it, right? Of course. Yeah. So I always say, look, if we bring on someone, whether they're from Salon, from New York Times, we have to be honest about it. And I do the same thing with Devil's Advocate, whether it's Jordan Peterson, whether it's John Sasso, whether it's whether it's even people who are friends. I go, look, look. Just so you know, this isn't going to be like one of those conservative webcam videos. Oh, why are liberals always like, hey, I'm patriotic, but they hate America. I said, I'm going to try and present the most convincing arguments that I can from the left. Yeah. Um, and they're like, yeah, yeah, okay. But then afterwards, I won't say who, but there are three people who said, I, I didn't expect that. Yeah. <laughs> and you kind of tripped me up a little bit. Yeah, um, And it became harder. To get conservatives to do it so it's not actually people that
2: wouldn't be able to like play along it's like come on you've been there's some of that too this is a character and you're like oh oh i see what you're doing there and it's like no don't you're not supposed to say it like that you're supposed to be debating somebody who has a different opinion
0: yeah there's the old uh was the old saying Uh, preparation beats perspiration that's kind of how i treat it but it goes i would say it's preparation beats perspiration then perspiration i guess beats sort of self-adulation like people who love yeah. to go out there and it's like i'm the best i'm great no 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 no. Oh. prepare then work really hard yeah, yeah and expect to get your ass kicked yeah work like somebody else out there can beat you right yeah, yeah. and so i would always do that with devil's advocate I would usually take from the counter arguments for <laughs> debates that we've done in the past or or yeah. potential points that people might present and change my minds and uh it trips some people up sometimes. Well, it helps you prepare too because yeah. mm-hmm. you're
2: actually trying. It's kind of like if you want to really know a subject, make sure that you can teach it. Like give have the ability to teach to somebody else and you have to go through all the intricacies of it. If you have to make the argument yourself and hear a rebuttal and then have something to say on top of that, you've really kind of dove deep.
0: And that's why I always uh, teach kids that uh, American history started in 1619. Uh, 16, uh, 16, 16, 19, 16, yeah. Absolutely. It's a great project. All right. Uh, let's take another chat. Let's take two more and then we'll call this uh, a day because I'm sure that uh, pops Crowder's balls. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) No, every draggy, time I, every a lot time of I catch air. a
4: glimpse on the monitor, it's just I, I'm reminded. I it's
5: horrible. <laughs> okay, Hope Hope has a question for Gerald. What's a good organic wine to buy? I love wine, but refuse to buy California wines due to the pesticides used.
2: Oh, that's not really accurate, though. There's a lot of I'll, isn't okay. most
0: organic wine thing. It's yes.
2: a little bullshit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Like oh, if boy. anybody comes in and sells their wine to me as this is organic and this is all estate fruit and that's the only, thing. I'm like yes, but your wine sucks. You have no one to blame but yourself. It's all your fruit, right? <laughs> (laughs) point their finger at anybody else. That's a really
0: bad argument. But Gerald, the smelt! (laughs) I I don't care. They can't can't swim! They're poor swimmers. Fuck! I don't
2: think (laughs) (laughs) so. (laughs) It's got to be like a boot camp for them. If you can't get past
0: this point, you don't deserve to live. Can you imagine trying to argue to the pioneers? (laughs) Like, you gotta stop! Just take on!
4: Take your nuts out! They're slow.
2: (laughs) they fish okay!
5: The Donner party's like, I'm so hungry, it's
2: though. It's not fair. It's not fair. Some
0: guy has just, like, had a little tin of smelt. He's like, no! And then he smacks it, and it goes back into the water. No! It can't swim! You don't know where to keep the From his CPR, and the smelt's, get the paddles! Here, here, here! <laughs>
2: insane.
0: (laughs) I love it. It is a little bit
2: of BS, though. Look, grapes are mostly organic uh, in Napa Valley. If you're buying really crappy, mass-produced wine, then they do use a lot of chemicals to kind of take care of that process and do stuff. And if you're buying nicer wines uh, from, from Napa and Sonoma, other places around, there's tons of places in California on the West Coast that do a great job with this. But most of the time, farmers are smart. They try to do something sustainable, right? And sustainable tends to be more organic naturally. They're not out there for the most part trying to just pitch, oh, I'm organic, bro. They're like, actually, this makes a consistent product that people will buy right after a year. And that's the market dictating the terms of the engagement there, not some politician saying you can't use a chemical. Okay, well, fine. Sometimes you have to use a right. Chemical no, you're exactly right to make sure that you don't lose an entire crop to an invasive species.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. I did a segment a long time ago before uh, I had started this. So this might have been in 2012, 2013, where I went to a goat farm. And just because I was... I think I was maybe even working at Fox News, but I used to yeah. have to pay for my own stuff, and then they run it on air. Oh, well, yeah. So it was a goat farm where <laughs> I was trying to compare this actual, like, goat farm where these people, clearly, like, the goats were outside. You could see them roaming in the yeah. grass, but they weren't certified organic because they had to use some kind of a – I don't know if it's curing or a lacquer on their wooden fence post to, oh, it's you know, stupid, keep – And then this huge, clearly factory hog farm right. across the road – was certified organic. Yeah. Um, and this happens a lot too. There's there's one cigar that I believe was certified organic and I had to lose the label uh, from a company called um, Placentia. Mm-hmm. and I think it doesn't have it anymore. And here's the thing: tobacco is really, generally speaking, an organic crop. Now, yeah. do they use some pesticides? Sure, but nicotine, caffeine, these are natural pesticides too. Yeah. Uh, and in a lot mm. of cases, they would be what certainly more organic or sustainable than what a lot of people would consider organic. That yeah. label doesn't really mean anything. No. And y- the best thing they do with food and probably with wine you correct me if i'm wrong is know where it comes from so if yeah. you can know the farm it comes from yeah. you know there are plenty
2: of great wines and that's the reason i haven't named one because i could name there's like thousands of them that do this job really well and aren't super expensive either right yeah. so just look it up real quick online barefoot don't just no,
5: <laughs> no. You, you can pay for that organic uh, you can tag too like a, a friend of mine his family owned a avocado farm and I remember we, we were at a grocery it's store. Tom Sell. No, not, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. not, not the different friend. Uh, we were at a grocery store, and he was like, Don't ever buy organic avocados. And I was like, Why not? And he was like, Dude, they just pay for that. Yeah. They pay for that. You know what's crazy
2: about avocados? right? So the hipster thing to do in California is it's been this way for a while to eat avocado this, avocado that, avocado test. You know what the worst consumer of water is? Per piece of fruit or per pound of fruit is out avocado. there? Avocados. buy. Yeah, a I know. That's, that's not a joke. It. Tom not Selleck was stealing water <laughs> for <laughs> the avocado farm. Worth it. Not worth it. These guys are out there like picketing because of the smelt fish, but then they're eating avocado. <laughs> toast it's over the
0: intense. good fat, Gerald. I don't <laughs> yeah. care. It's a superfood. Yeah. Steven. Where are we going to get it? Where are we going to get the omegas? The smelt? They can't swim. <laughs> <laughs> Should make them easy to catch. <laughs> poor
2: swimmers. My god. Give
0: them floaties. Then <laughs> after Greta Thunberg say that, yeah. oh, hey, human beings are so cruel. Really? Yeah. <laughs> if we were so cru- if we were the cruelest species on the planet, it seems we wouldn't have to be protecting the fish that can't swim from every other species who doesn't care.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, All right, stop eating the smelt, you stupid
0: bass. Yeah, seals just look like- what? what? Huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These guys are swimming slow. That Sorry, is- I couldn't hear you. There's smelt coming out of my ears.
4: <laughs>
0: I don't know, but it'll make a good IMAX film. Whoa. Whoa. Gerald! <laughs> <Darryl! laughs> All right, final chat.
5: Okay, final chat comes from Aaron Blanson. Question, what was the biggest content-related challenge when the show was just beginning?
0: Mm. Ooh.
2: Um, is hmm. this back in the once-a-week days? Yeah, it
0: depends on yeah. what you mean. The one when we went daily, that was a big trend. Yeah, that was hashtag that was. never daily. Hashtag never daily. Um, well, okay, I will say this: when it was uh, weekly, uh, it was all the commercial breaks. When it was on radio, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you had to, you would have like I think in A AM radio, I think it's like sixteen minutes of commercial breaks, and so Ugh. in one show we would have like twelve Michael Jackson song parodies. Band- yeah. yeah. We have like twelve Captain Planet sketches, twelve white privilege. Bo- we have so many of these things, so that was really tough. Um, What else was really tough was uh, figuring out at that point, this was sort of pre-everyone doing this, it was either you did audio podcasts or you did short videos, like figuring out how to get a switcher that worked, all that kind of stuff, building a set where you could see us. And also since we had to go to radio terrestrially, making sure that we had a system that we could do that would go to radio but also not Mm. have lag and go online.
2: Right. Yeah. And I tell you
0: what, this is the truth. When when we initially started, I just said like, Okay, this is you know, I own the rights to this podcast and it was just going up on iTunes and I it was on radio and it was syndicated to it you know, more markets than than you know a show that's, I think we were like in 12, maybe we were 16 markets. Yeah. Um, which doesn't really mean a whole lot to the AM radio thing. It's, a, it's a, a lot of radio is a sham, just to be clear. Just because you're in that market, it doesn't mean that you have listeners in that market. It depends on the time and depends on the station in the market. So, anyway. But um, I always maintain the rights, and so I plan to do it online. And at this point, there really were no video podcasts on YouTube. Yeah. Um, certainly not anything prominent. And so I said, well, we're going to run the first one to see what happens. And at this point, it was like a three hour show. And I was yeah. like, ooh, like, uh, you know, 12,000 plays. Ooh, well, Maybe this isn't something. Maybe, you know what? Maybe it's just one of those things. We always plan. I always plan to start Mug Club. I was like, maybe this is just one of the things the super fans will pay for. Yeah. And we can give them this additional video content. But you know, uploaded it for a while, and then by the second month, it was like, oh, okay. You know, forty-five thousand, which is yeah. better than a lot of even podcasts on YouTube right now. When you were doing the videos. <laughs> Prior to this. Yeah, short video. In
2: the shorter video. Yes. And
0: then it was a few months and yeah. oh, over 100000 right. And then, you know, once you crack that, that uh, quarter million mark, you know, then you, have spon- then you have a bunch of sponsors that I say no to. <laughs> um, and so we, I didn't know that it was going to work because you have to remember at that time. So this is what I would say was most difficult. Let me give you a macro what's been most difficult in my life, okay? At that time, everyone said short, 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 short. YouTube is short. How are you going to compete with the turtle humping a work boot? How are you going to compete with the guy breaking his arm on a skateboard, right? They would say, short, 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 short. That's what you have to do. And I remember, even at Fox News, trying to tell them um, how things sort of worked online. And and I didn't believe that you had to be so short. Because even my short videos would be three, sometimes seven minutes. And I was doing these packages. I said, look, if there's buy-in, people will stay with you. You just have to make sure that you set it up at the beginning so they know what the context is. Um, And when I was at Fox News, for example, they would remove my own appearances on Fox News on my YouTube channel. And I had asked them beforehand. Yeah. And they're like, well, we just don't want it because then why would people tune into Fox News? And at this point, I was like, look, it's 80,000 people. It's it, Most of these people are 20-year-olds. They're not watching <laughs> <Yeah>. go-on, <laughs> head-on, roll-on headache yeah. cream. <laughs> they're not buying gold either. And Wilford Brimley's diabetes prick Yeah, um, stick, whatever it is, a thing. The sticker. Um, so they would remove it. Yeah. And then the same thing when I would talk with with radio people. They're going, well, we want you to do this. Radio is all local. Like, well, this is actually, some of, some of this is kind of changing a little bit. Yeah. And then I even had people who would bring me in to work with other, I would say, sort of like clickbait conservative sites, saying like, "Well, opinion doesn't do well. Original content doesn't do well," and I'd say, uh, "I think you're kind of lying because I know you. What you don't understand is you're copying someone's original content. For example, Courtney had had some columns that had been ripped off yeah. many, many times. So <clears throat> I constantly had to retrain people. Good example here too. Ads. This is the first show that I know of not only that did com- that has done commercials like we've done." Yeah. But uh, Tokinawan knows, and, and, and Gerald knows, and da- uh, uh, my, my dad certainly knows this. We had sponsors early on drop out because they would say, we want you to do a live read before right. the beginning of the show. And I would say, well, I don't, I, first off, I don't do live reads. Um, we do these clever commercials. And at least we'd like to think that we package them in a way that's more clever than just, hey, buy this. Use a discount code for, you know. Dick medicine, whatever it is. That's a common thing. <laughs> um, And a topical cream. And so remember, I used to have to tell them, I would say, look, look, we're going to put a commercial. We're going to keep it very limited. We only do one. I think we've done the most we've ever done is two commercials in a single show. Uh, sponsor placements, really. Yeah. So we're going to put it in the middle of the show because, first off, you put ads at the beginning of a show. People just skip. I know I do that. It yeah, t- I skip yeah. 30 seconds, skip 30 seconds. Yep. And when we work it into the program as a sketch, as something where we actually put some work into it, we notice that people re-upload our sketches. Yeah. And they get a lot of plays. And we're going to do that with you as a sponsor. And they would say, no, no, no. Our market research tells us that uh, that uh, we want uh, live read first 30 seconds. And they wouldn't pay a dime for YouTube. Because again, podcasts didn't exist on YouTube. Remember? Mm-hmm. So they don't want to include it. Yeah. Only, why? Because it was automatic downloads well how many automatic downloads do you have on your phone right now does that mean that you're listening to it and are you listening to the first one minute well guess what the standard is now now we have advertising agencies going to other shows saying we don't excluding you can't put the ad in the first minute yeah (laughs) but i had to fight upstream all the time, and that's why we ended up going with sponsors directly, because a lot of the advertising firms oh, just man. didn't understand it. I was like, look, I don't have time to... And you know what? Hopefully, you guys let me know. You can chat uh, uh, chat with us. Hopefully, we've made a better show for you. I've always said, not if it hurts the show. I don't yeah. want people to feel bogged down with two and a half minutes of boring live reads, and I'm
4: not going to... Dave's built Bar yesterday was fantastic, integrated into the show. <laughs> right, yeah,
0: and beautiful. you know what? And I'm, I'm not going to lie about a product either, because some of them no. are like, yeah. you need this, get big and strong. It's a, jo- it's a joke. The truth is, you don't need protein bars but some people out there need to fit in some extra protein if you're an athlete and most of them suck the only reason that i eat built bars is because they taste like candy bars otherwise i wouldn't eat them mm. i just eat candy bars <laughs> <laughs>
4: but think about how prophetic that was here we are almost six years later you're doing white privilege boys and where are we today right that yeah wasn't even a term
0: yeah, I mean, it That's wasn't true, really yeah. a term, not not as it's n- not the colloquialism that has no, be- become yeah. known as today. So the, I would say the biggest fight, first off, is. Um, Obviously, the big tech issue, that's always been the biggest fight. Uh, It's always been the biggest fight, and it cost me a lot in legal fees. And then the second biggest fight, because it's not just people in the industry who are left, but also people in our own industries, people on the right, who also can't be bothered to try and go where the puck is going to be, as opposed to where the puck is. And uh, it's been really exhausting to try and educate people. Nope. I'll just go through a list. Nope, videos don't have to be 30 seconds or less on YouTube. Yeah. Nope, podcasts are actually going to be a really big thing. Podcasts are at, in video form are actually going to be a big thing. Nope, we don't want to put advertising at the beginning of uh, the show. We want to integrate them uh, with the uh, with the live audience. Oh, and a recent one, too, doing the show live. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Doing the show live. How many people have said, don't do the show live?
2: Mm-hmm. How many professionals have said, I said oh, don't do, do the show
0: live? Alive. You can go watch a sh- an interview with David Letterman where he was talking about before he did his show at night, uh, he had a morning show. Yeah, And he was asked about it, I think it was Charlie Rose, and he said, well look, we were doing, a, we were doing an hour and a half show live from, uh, from 10 to 11.30. He said, it was suicide, no one could do it. That was what David <laughs> Letterman said. He said doing it live was just crazy. And of course, we're doing it live now, not with the FCC, but people aching to hit the ban button. So that's the most yeah. recent one. People said, no, no, live doesn't work. Live doesn't work, live doesn't work. And that's another thing because the industry would say, well, if you do it live, then it goes to archive and you don't get a notification, right? Right. So this, we used to do this a long time ago. We would stream it live and then sometimes we'd have to delete it and re-upload it. And then we said, you know what? I think that people now, I remember having this conversation. I think that people now actually want that sort of live experience because now everything is a la carte. Yeah. And so it's sort of coming full circle. And it really is. Yeah. We let people know that we're live and we prove that's a big part of why we have CNN so you can prove, you know, nothing up must leave that it's live. Yeah. I think it'll mean something to people because they're experiencing it authentically alongside us in the morning. And everyone said, no way! You're taking you're taking your life in your hands. Anything can go wrong live, and it won't work. And people don't watch live anyway. Well, I think you're wrong. Yeah.
4: Well, yeah one boy. of the big things you, you did that really well that people didn't figure out was the free stuff, and how important the free content yeah. was. Oh well, yeah, that's to make true. everything work. And you know, free lunches, kid, and all that that lecture you got at Fox. I don't know. Is Fox Nation free? Hmm. I think it is now, isn't it? I don't know.
0: Maybe but no, paywall. I think what you're what you're saying is if people had their way everything would be behind the paywall. Yeah exactly. yeah, exactly. Yeah, they didn't want anything going on YouTube. They saw it as competition and I was saying you have to see it as complementary. And these are just things that have been a really uphill uh struggle that that's what I would say I'm proud of what our whole team has done and that we we at the very least if nothing else I think it's been pretty clear that we've we've been uh ahead of the eight ball and and at least had a vision as to what we want to do with this company and you know right now that's uh Fighting back and, and, and being live and, and being authentic and making sure that we're honest um, while hopefully not being removed. But you know, <laughs> nothing to yeah, walk we'll on see.
2: but landmines.
0: Yeah, nothing to walk on. What were you about to say there, Gerald?
2: Uh, I, I was going to say something about um, the uh, the ad thing. Gosh, I was. Struggling. Oh, the ad thing. Oh, oh the, so no, went. not the ad thing. Sorry, you said you were ahead of the game with the the live thing, and people want something that they can actually just go and kind of be in and not have to select yeah it's absolutely right if you look at any of the online platforms right now like HBO um, or Amazon what you're starting to see is actually all of the videos but also like a live section right so you can just go on a, you know HBO if you've got a subscription you can Go to oh what's playing on HBO right now and so many people are putting their interest in that because they don't want to go through like how many times do you scroll through all these different movies And you can choose any of them that you want yeah. you have you scroll, like this embarrassment scroll, of movies scroll. to choose from and you're like no 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 but then you see live you don't have to think about it you just Click it. It's on. You're Probably good to you go. Think about it. Uh, not even like that. But yeah. <laughs> you don't have to, to, to ponder it. it. I'll use different words, <laughs> right? And you just click it. So you're right. Like you've you've been ahead in a lot of ways. Well,
0: you know what else too? I will. Say, a lot of people don't understand this. <clears throat> I keep hearing the door open, but no, it's that's, not opening. Oh, that's your cufflink, Jack. Buttons. Okay. It's because I have short. I thought we were under attack. I was reaching for the Walter button. So, um, <laughs> this actually is really the first show of this. Of this proportion, what I mean a show that gets, and and I talk about this, but I try to avoid this, uh, Justin. Do you you want me to say No, millions of people, right? Millions of people on on each show, full-length show, not clips, millions of people. um, That when you think about it, actually is a full-scale production television show that is live. So what you have is live radio, where it's just someone talking into a microphone, sure, and then shows like Trevor Noah, like Colbert, those shows aren't live at all. Tokenowan yeah. knows this. They're taped oh, yeah. in the afternoon. This actually is live. Now every now and then we have to pre-tape a guest or, or something yeah, that like makes, that yeah. because you know what I mean, or, or like you know what was supposed to be a scheduled debate <laughs> uh, because people you know need to be accommodated. But in general, this is this is a live show, and you also still have clips and you still have sketches yeah. and you have. Writing and preparation. They're really Johnny Carson wasn't live. David Letterman wasn't live. Mm-hmm. Jay Leno wasn't live. Uh, a li- and then you have a lot of these morning shows that aren't live. And then some of them are, but they're they're not doing what what, what we do. You know, The View isn't putting on a built bar sketch. Yeah.
5: No. Um, well, or Jimmy, live, Jimmy Kimmel has live in the name, and it's taped at like three p.m. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, but here's the thing about live: people don't
2: realize <laughs> this. Like when we switched over from uh, you know or, or went to kind of this live show at this length. Yeah. I would get out of here and just be like exhausted because the entire time you are there is no cut there is no yeah. <laughs> like hey let's right. take that from the top again mm-hmm. hey let's let's I forgot the fact that I was about to quote can we can we go back and insert something right there is none of yeah. that you just
0: have to be on and, and to give you an idea two hours people are like well am radio Um, let me give you an example someone who's one of the best to have ever done it Rush Limbaugh Yeah, Rush Limbaugh never had to go more than 20 minutes without at least a five minute break yeah wow if you look at the radio hour yeah no that makes sense What's what are the radio breaks there? Uh, there the short break is I want to say five minutes, and we would have some seven eight minute breaks on the yeah. hour, you know. I, and it was about sixteen minutes of commercials in any given, and, and that's not just it doesn't matter how big your audience is because right. local businesses have to run those commercials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I will tell you this: doing two hours like this um, is way more difficult than when I would do three hours on radio. It's far far more content. If you're doing yeah. three hours on AM radio, you're actually doing about an hour twenty. Yeah. Mm-hmm
2: with a lot of breaks. But we love doing it because we had these conversations that were just so much fun. Me, you, and Dave, and, and your dad, and Quarter Black, everybody in this room, and we're like, how do you capture that kind of energy? Yeah. Right? How do you yeah. capture that kind of fun, kind yeah. of just sitting around listening to us <clears throat> talk? And sometimes you may be like, ah, whatever, he's talking about sports, ah, oh, it's soccer, who cares? Right. But then another time, a, a random joke comes up that if it was a program that was scheduled and and, and pre recorded, would
0: probably never have come up.
2: No. Right. This hilarious yeah. moment oh. happens just naturally. And you love
0: it. It's yeah. It's 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 a lot of fun, and also learning happens yeah. on air. I didn't know that That's much. True. I didn't. Here's the thing. I didn't knew about the, the smelt. smelt. <laughs> I just knew that. That's they true. did not know that they could swim. It's like a whole swim. segment.
2: They were they're poor swimmers, and we need to accommodate them. A lot of these guys today, Stephen, doing radio, aren't they? Isn't their podcast just the
4: same thing? Really, their it audio. Is, it's radio. Their audio podcast yeah. is the radio show. Yeah. Yeah. Just packaged differently.
0: And look, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with that no, at all. No, of course, no, no. I'm it's just saying it's just, it's just not what we do. And no, so no. the no. amount of preparation is is <clears throat> is very different. Um, and it, it's it's been uh, look, it's been a lot of work to to try and be ahead of the curve and to try and make sure that we can still have these conversations with you. And I will say, it's it's a pretty cool community. Um, yeah. I honestly don't get to have as much touch with you as, as some of the other folks here because uh, I just don't have as much time, and so I don't get to. So that's yeah, why reading. We the don't comments get mobbed. Here.
2: That's kind of nice.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hate airports. So hey, the costumes are great, but Quarter
4: Black, this, this environment you created here, is oh, yeah. nice. Thank you. The studio's pretty good. Very nice.
0: It is tremendous yeah. in its hellscape-like resemblance <laughs> to California. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's been right. Cultural Appropriation Month. Again, stay tuned. Set your notifications on YouTube if you're on the blaze here, yeah. too, because there will be a lot of long-form content going up oh, here yeah. this month of July, but um. the show will not be live. We'll be back the first week of August with my new, well, not ticker, ribcage for my ticker. New cage. Yeah. I'll see you. Hey, if you like this video, hit that uh, notification bell up there, uh, or subscribe, or sh- share this. Right? Isn't that right, Dave? Smash that like button and share it. What? What are where, you wearing? What are you wearing there? That's nice. Oh, this is—I uh, found it in the trash. Yeah. Also known as your shirt, CrowderShop dot com, which is where you can go and support. And uh, we we have over we keep the overstock in the trash. It's that's, for people who are little. Yeah. He says I haven't earned it yet because I ain't grown all the way. By the way, if you find Hunter Biden's gun in there, just let it be.